0: Welcome back to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast at all, I would be so, so grateful if you could share this with just one person. Obviously, I'm a coach. My job is to help as many women as possible, and I need your help in order to do that. So if you take any value whatsoever from this episode or any of the other episodes, then pay it forward and send it to a friend who needs it. Honestly, it helps more than you will ever know. And I will be eternally grateful to you. Um, If you do share it with people, let me know. If you do listen to this and you enjoy it, let me know. You can find me on Instagram at PT. Hi, girls. It is Confidence Club check-in time. I hope you are all having a lovely Monday. The weather is stunning. and I know that everyone is always a little bit happier when the sun is out, and I know that I definitely am. Oh my gosh. i we got so many check-ins um this week, and I've honestly every Monday, I'm like, I can't believe that this is real life. I can't believe that these women are doing this, working so hard on themselves, like, following something that I've created and enjoying it and like literally changing their lives like the 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 wins and even the struggles were have been amazing for me to read I've literally just grinned at my laptop for the last half an hour reading them all and making notes and just discu- like trying to decide what to talk about today um there was lots of things that I really want to talk about which I am gonna have to fly through because we've got loads of questions and stuff as well so um if as always if your struggle or if anything that you want to discuss in more detail like if that is not mentioned in today's check-in please don't be afraid of dropping it in the group chat and we can have a little discussion and it will help other people as well or if it's something that you want to keep a little bit more privately send me a message okay let me know you reach out to me and I'll be more than willing to help you Before we kick off with the wins, I really want to welcome our new members to the Confidence Club and just say well done for taking the leap to joining the group coaching programme and to getting started right away. Um, We've had quite a few join over the last couple of weeks, um, and I'm just going to reel off their names just to begin with. So we've got Leah, we've got Diane, we've got Sammy, Chelsea, Clara, Becky, Ashley and Charlotte, and we've got Katie, another Katie, um Charles, chelsea rachel and Shani all joined the confidence club the doors are now closed and we are going to make sure that we get you girls up and running and loving um the process of becoming the healthiest happiest version of yourself thank you so much for joining and well done Um, you're gonna absolutely love being a part of this amazing community you're gonna love following the program you're gonna love what you learn um, and you're gonna learn how to actually Live a good life while working towards being the most confident version of yourself. So, the wins I, I literally every week highlight every single win, and I'm like, Hayley, you can't just reel off 40 odd wins, you're gonna have to pick and choose. So, I'm gonna fly through a few. Um, and if I don't mention yours, it doesn't mean your win isn't great, it just means that I couldn't see them all. Um, so Nikki got all of her steps in and all of her workouts. Sammy said she's had a couple of meals out but she's been mindful with her nutrition and training she said that she found it a struggle feeling in the. she said while doing this she hasn't found it a struggle being in the zone she squeezed her workouts in on really busy days she said normally she would prioritize other things but on this occasion she did not she got a three gym workouts in a circuit training a glute workout and a boxing class wow that is an active week and um, so well done Tony and Liz are both celebrating hitting their 10K steps all week. Well done. Ashley said she's been prioritizing eating nutritionally dense uh, foods such as fruit and vegetables and drinking lots of water. If you didn't know already, the easiest way to manage your hunger and to stay within your calories while feeling full is to just fill up on lots of goodness fruit and veg try not think about the things that you are going to ban from your diet and start thinking about the things that you're going to add to your diet so more fruit more vegetables bulk up those meals with the good shit and you will start to feel better um overall like when you give yourself good food when you give yourself good nutrition you feel better you feel healthier even your self-worth feels better Katie has said that her biggest win is joining the Confidence Club. Well done, Katie. Welcome. Um, she said she had a bottomless brunch on Saturday, so she's feeling a bit hungover, but she hasn't managed, like she didn't overeat and she's planned to have a Chinese tonight. All good. We love it. Um, Jess said she got to the gym four times and she did try to get out of one of those sessions saying that she didn't have the time, but she went, she did it, she got a workout in and she was so glad. We always say in the group chat, you never, ever regret a lift and glow workout. You will never, ever regret getting it done. If you cancel on yourself, you always feel worse. If you actually do it, you always feel better. You can't find the time. It's up to you to make it happen and um, so well done you nearly gave yourself an excuse Jess but you never you got it done anyway well done Jess also said that she got up before everyone in the house to get ready so that she wasn't like rushing around um, if anyone especially you mums it, I know that sleep is precious and um, but I'll know I notice a lot of mums wake up I was actually speaking to one of my one-to-one clients about this last week Sonia we had a one-to-one call and she was just really struggling because she's got a really busy business really busy life and she's got three kids And um, one of the things was that days just set off with chaos every single day. So if you are someone who is busy, if you are someone who's in demand, if you're someone who's a mom and you've just constantly got getting your head battered from every area, just make sure that you have at least half an hour in the day where you can just be on your own and just get yourself sorted for the day. And so one of the things that I was saying to Sonia is, you know, when the kids go to bed, you go to bed shortly after don't stay up late and instead have get up a little bit earlier before the kids so you've got half an hour to think about what you're going to eat to think about what time you're going to get your workout in to maybe look at your calendar for work. And it's just half an hour of peace and calm before you start getting your head pecked this made a massive impact on my life. Because what I was noticing is I was waking up at half five, rushing to get ready as quickly as possible, driving to the gym. And then I was trying to be motivational. And like, I had to be really high energy. And I was constantly talking to people all day. And I found it really hard and draining. And I just felt like I wasn't getting anything, any time to like, I was starting the day on a stressful note all of the time. So I now get off at five instead of half past five and i have that time in the morning to sit and have a cup of tea and just have a mellow morning if Fran gets up early and he's in the living room during that time i'm like oh my gosh do not talk to me this is the Haley time this is my calm time and it makes a massive difference to your day honestly you wouldn't believe so if you are a mom or if you're someone who is in demand and has a busy life then make sure you are having that bit of time for yourself it is very helpful Robin said she got three workouts in and three runs, and she is absolutely loving the new workouts this week um, because we've had a new program. Leah said she got to the gym for two workouts, and she said she's been picking better choices um, within her calories to make sure that she hits a protein goal. Well done. Heather said she got a walk-in both days over the weekend and a workout. Well done, because last week that was something that she struggled with. She also had a little chat with her husband, and they set some time aside to make sure that they did get a walk and a workout in because they're important to her. Um, She said it felt so good to get them in, but also to have the support of your husband on your journey as well. And she said, does that sound silly? And absolutely not. It does not sound silly. Do not underestimate, like, how powerful that is. If you... I I know that, you know, uh, we... We've had times like this where it's like, I'm not actually communicating what's important to me. I'm not actually communicating what's going to make me show up as a better partner and better in my job. And when you communicate these things, the people around you, the people who love you, actually want the best for you. And they will help and they should help even. And they should be able to um make, allow you to do those things. They're going to add to how you are feeling if you are going to stomp around being a crank, telling everyone off all weekend because you didn't get your morning workout in. That's a bad experience for them as well. It's better if you look after you, you've got the time to look after you and then you're going to show up better for everybody else that weekend. So not silly at all. Do not underestimate the power of having a supportive person around. So love that Heather, all about the communication. Um, Christine said for the first time ever, She planned it or alcohol on a night out and actually stuck to it. Gail, said she had a nice time. She didn't have a hangover. That is the best feeling. That is the reason. I love that. Had a ball, socialized, didn't have a hangover winning the weekend um charles said she didn't drink this weekend and she usually drinks every weekend even if she goes out the house or stays in she said this week she she decided not to drink to see if it has a positive impact now i would say to try for everybody to minimize alcohol as much as possible because when alcohol is involved hunger is harder to manage energy levels are lower and it's really not good on your mental well-being. And I'm not being puritanical at all. Like I used to be someone who drank every week and I'm still partial to a little drink here and there now. Drank this weekend on Friday and on Saturday. um. But drinking every weekend for the sake of it isn't, it's just not something that I would recommend. If you can have alcohol-free weeks, do it, okay? um. And if you are going to drink, Try and make sure that it's only one day a week rather than like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which I know a lot of people do. It's more beneficial. It's going to be better for you, obviously for your health, to just drink one day out of the week. Um, Heather said she had a really challenging week personally, but she didn't let it give up. Get, she didn't, she didn't let it. What? She didn't let it make her give up on her workouts. It's because I'm reading it as my and trying to transfer it as her. And they gave her the boost that she needed. That just made me really smile. Um, one of my like bottles, one of my like things that I say all the time. I, it's like a mantra that I have in my head, and it's something that I say to clients a lot of the time. Is move your body, move your mood. If you move your, if you're in a mood, if you're in a funk, if you are feeling down about yourself, if you're feeling like um just struggling generally move your body whether that be going for a walk whether that be going and doing a workout move your body move your mood um and i have to remind myself of this because i am someone who if i get in a bit of a hole i get into the corner of the couch and i will not move and fran even knows by the way that i'm sat that i am in that mood or in that like headspace and i'm in a bit of a dark place um And the only thing that ever gets gets me out of it is him dragging me out for a walk or me being like, move your body, move your mood. Because I know that if I do get those workouts in, the stress will be helped, not gone, but at least helped. I've let out some tension, I've let out some energy. And so well done, had that big, big, big win. And well done for doing it because it's hard when you feel like you don't want to. When you feel like you're down in the dumps, when you feel like shit has hit the fan, you don't want to do it. But moving your body actually will help with all of the shit that's going on. Clara said she's um hit a protein goal and she's understanding nutrition better she didn't think it was possible for her um everything is possible. We can we can improve on everything, so well done. I'm glad that you're understanding that. Mel, big win for Mel, got five workouts done. Mel has got a little baby, tiny baby, um, and she's absolutely smashing it. And she's also seen weight on uh, weight loss on the scale. She's also returned to work recently, so routine has been up the wall. She's still making time for her. Well done, love that. Um, Becky said she got all the workouts done, and she's getting used to the program and hitting her protein. Um, And then finally, I've got to mention, Chloe said that she went out on Saturday, stuck to lower calorie drinks, single measures, a lime and soda, doing all the things to manage the alcohol intake. And she said she didn't take it too far with the hangover. She didn't have a takeaway. She planned what she was going to eat. Um, She said that she had a little bit of sweet treats, but didn't go completely off the rails. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. So, we're making fun, we're making time for all the things that we love. So, we're eating for fun, we're socializing for fun, but we're also not sabotaging our health and our well being. And we're being like measured and managed in the way that we do it. So, absolutely love all of that. Now, when I was going through the struggle scales, I was like, oh my God, so many of these struggles have turned into wins. So, like a few people were saying, um, so what was one? Um, Hang on, hang on. There was a few struggles that turned into wins. Okay, so one person was like, on one day she went on a on a on a boat trip. wasn't in control of what she ate. Um, she was also drinking alcohol. But rather than it ruining her whole week, she she didn't and she didn't get her steps in that day either because she was on a boat. Rather than it ruining her a whole week. The next day, she just got straight back on it nutrition-wise and Sunday morning, um, and she was able to get a 70K steps over the whole week despite having that day of not getting any steps. That struggle of being out, not in control of the food, not being active, turned into a win because she was like, I'm not letting that one day define my whole week. I'm going to get right back on it on Sunday and I'm still going to do my 70K steps over the week, which is amazing. Um, There was another one. Um, oh yeah, cravings, but it's not the end of the world. I eat chocolate every day, and I but I haven't been like, oh, forget it, it's not worth it, it's a disaster. In, instead, I was just reasonable with it. Oh, that has just made me so happy because. I know that the, the, like a lot of us, and I know I used to do this. I used to slip into the mindset of, "Oh, that a bit of chocolate, so fuck it. What's the point now? I've ruined the whole week." Or, um, "Oh, that a bit of chocolate, so I'm going to cancel on the gym and we're going to go and get a Chinese for tea because I've ruined my diet anyway." Like that is like popping the other three tires when you've burst one. Like it's just crazy self sabotage for absolutely no reason. Instead, she's like, oh, I am having a bit of chocolate every day, but you know what? I'm not going mad. It's not a disaster. I'm just going to be reasonable, and I'm just going to satisfy this craving in the way that I want to without sabotage, sabotaging without sabotaging myself. Love it. I'm going to have to move on to the struggles I've highlighted. So first one is um, this is two struggles. The first one is doing a workout. I just can't seem to make myself do them. I need to give myself a good talking to. And then the next one was um getting my steps in consistently, either using either the weather or a time as an excuse. So the person who's not getting a workouts in is probably finding every excuse under the sun to not do them. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, it's dark. Oh, I can't be bothered. Oh, I feel a little bit like I don't know, I want to have an uh, I want to have more of a lie in. Um, oh, like work's been stressful. Oh, me mate said she wants to see me. Like, stop finding excuses for yourself. Like, oh, oh I can't be bothered. Oh, I don't want to do it. Or, oh, oh, this is going to be achy or whatever. Oh, I feel unfit. All of these things are excuses, okay? And the person who said about the steps is actually acknowledged that she has is making excuses for herself. She's using the weather or she's using the time, okay? One thing that I've got to say, and this is a really quick thing to solve. You can either have excuses or results but you cannot have both okay you can either have excuses you can make excuses you can get yourself out of doing your steps you can go oh i was too busy so i'll i didn't do it or i was too tired so i didn't do it oh this came up so i didn't do it oh, i was too stressed in work so i didn't do it oh it was raining it was dark so i didn't do it they're all excuses they are all excuses that are holding you back from making progress towards your results. You can have excuses or you can have results, but you can't have both. It's up to you to decide which one you're gonna take. Make excuses and stay where you are, or do the work and get the results. There's not more, not much more to it, okay? Nobody wants to go for the walk every day. Nobody wants to get out of bed at five in the morning. Nobody wants to take themselves through a struggle of a workout. You just gotta do it anyway. This is another one of my mottos, another thing that I say all the time. And this came from Fran and his brothers, actually. And it didn't want to do it, did it anyway. I didn't want to do that thing, but I did it anyway. The feeling you get when you didn't want to do something, but did it anyway, is so much better than that feeling of going, oh, I can't be bothered. Oh, I'm going to have a lie in. Oh, it's dark, so I'm not going to do it. Those things, those excuses actually make you feel worse. They actually make you be like, oh, why, I'm I'm fucking useless, me. Why didn't I do that? Or oh, I just made excuses for myself. Oh, I should have done this, but I never. Makes you feel bad. But when you didn't want to do something, but you did it anyway, the accomplishment that you feel is next level. So next time you are thinking of excuses for yourself, try and tell yourself that you can either have excuses or results, but you can't have both. If you want the results, do it anyway. And even if you didn't want to and just remind yourself that when you didn't want to do it, but you do it anyway, you are going to feel amazing and results will come with that, too. OK, so get the shit done. You know what's going to work. You know what you need to do. Just do it. That was like proper blunt, but, you know, Um. someone else said I've been craving chocolate. And I've felt really hungry on some days, even if I've only just eaten. I think I'm due on my period, but I don't really track it. So we need to get better at tracking that. Now, that's the first point. Tracking your cycle is so useful. Now, I used to be like too far with tracking. Like I was tracking like all of my symptoms, how I felt and everything was just overthinking. It was just mind boggling. It was too much. All I do now is I don't touch the app other than just to, to, to log the day or, that I come on just so that I always know the day that I've come on um, because then I know roughly where I'm up to when I look back at that so you don't have to track, yourself every, track it every day but when you come on your period put like a red dot on your calendar if you've got a written calendar like the olden days put something in your Google calendar or just to have the flow app and just log the day one of your cycle. You don't have to log everything and every symptom. You don't have to go on it every day. If I'm honest, that's probably not helpful for people's overall health and wellbeing. It definitely wasn't for mine. It sent me down an absolute path of psychopathic nonsense. Um, So don't do that, but track track first day of your period. That's all I do. And then I just, if I'm struggling, if I'm like, oh, I feel really low on energy. If you're really tired, where am I up to? I just look at that and I'm like, ah, makes sense. Okay. Second point is I forgot to track my calories on Sundays, So I need to remember to do it every day, including weekends. Now, what is really, this is the advice that I give to everybody when it comes to tracking calories. If you track throughout the day, you are always going to forget. Okay. Like, and I know that from experience, if you go through the day and you work, so, you know, I've worked in an office, I've had like I've had that routine of just you know getting up, getting the train, eating your breakfast, eating your lunch, and then thinking, oh shit, it's three p.m. and I haven't tracked anything and i forgot what I had then and and I don't know what that was and all that. And um, I, I you know I know and I I know from experience. So what the only way that you're going to do this consistently and successfully for most people is to tag tracking onto something else in your routine. So the only thing that worked for me because honestly I am absolute chaos. Yeah. Everything has to be written down. Everything has to be in my calendar. Otherwise it is not, I am forgetting. Okay. I'm not doing it. If it's not in my calendar, it's not written down, but I can't, I didn't have like a to-do list every day to track my calories. Instead, I tagged it to something that I already do. And this is something that's mentioned in Atomic Habits. So if there's something that you already do every day, tag tracking to that. For example. If every day you wait for the kettle to boil while you, you know you're making your tea or coffee, put, get my fitness pal up while you are waiting for that tea, that that kettle to boil and put in your planned loosely food for the day. You might not know exactly what you're having, but have a think about it. So I, when I was doing it, I'd put in like um protein porridge and then I'd be putting in tuna. I know I'm having tuna, I just haven't decided whether I want a wrap, a salad or bread. But I know I'm having tuna and know I'm having mayo. And then I'd put in, steak I know we're having steak or whatever and then I'd put in anything else that I know I'm going to have protein pudding baby bell light these types of things um and I would track loosely track the day and then you can track it to a t you can track absolutely everything if you want I just used to do it like that um and and then I never forget I never used to forget I used to just do it While I didn't do it while the kettle was boiling, I did it while I was sat on the couch drinking my coffee. So instead of scrolling on Instagram, instead of just wasting my time comparing myself to other people, I was actually doing something useful and planning my day of food. Another time that you could do it, which a lot of people, a lot of my clients find useful, is when they get into bed, the last thing they do is, what am I eating for tea tomorrow? And they track their food for the following day. If you're winging it and you're going through the day, you're going to forget. But if you tag it to something that you do every day, you won't, or you're more likely to remember it. At first, you're going to forget the odd day. That's normal. But the more you do it, the easier it gets. Like with everything, it gets stronger, like muscles. The more you do it, the more you train them, the stronger they get. Um, this next struggle is... um, This is actually a win again. So my biggest struggle is I have been getting about 7K steps. I have a newborn, and when the weather has been bad, I haven't been able to get out. I use my babysitters for the gym. Unreal that you use your babysitters for the gym. Go you. Love that because some people would only use their babysitters to do housework or to uh, go out. You're using for the gym and I fucking love that. I'm here for that. But And also, 7K is a win. So this isn't a struggle. This struggle should actually be a win. You've got a newborn. You can't be perfect and just because you can't be perfect, just because you can't do everything doesn't mean that you shouldn't do anything. 7K is amazing. I normally say to people between 7 and 10K, spot on, perfect. Be happy with that, okay? You don't have to be Bob on 10K every day. There's nothing magical or special about that number. If you're getting over 7K a day, you're being active. So I'm proud of you for that. Well done, because that's hard to do. Made up. Um Somebody said that they are definitely going to struggle with the most of April with their food. I have so many plans all revolving around socializing. I decided not to sweat it and carry on with training steps, water and protein. I'll make healthy choices where I can, but I'm not stressing. Again, this is a win. Like, you're not flapping. You're like, I can can deal with this. Like, yeah, April's busy. Yeah, I've got loads of social plans, but I'm still going to fly this month. I'm still going to smash this month. I'm still going to do my steps, do my training, do me water, do my protein. Just because I can't be perfect doesn't mean I'm not going to do anything. I can't do everything, but doesn't mean I'm not going to do anything, which is like, I love it. Like, can we see how these struggles are actually becoming wins for people? Um, life is always busy. It will never, ever be perfect. So it's not a reason to just go fuck it. You don't need to just fuck it off just because you can't be perfect. There's never, ever perfect time to start. Like there is literally... I haven't, I've never met a client who's just got a run of 12 weeks where they're not either going out, I've got a Bertie, got a little trip away, got something with work. It's, it's very hard and like we don't have these like really these eventless lives. We we want to see the people we love. We want to eat meals. We want to have a drink. You know, we want to enjoy life. That's why they, we're here um, for a good time. You know, we're not here that long. We need to enjoy ourselves. So life's always busy. It'll never be perfect. So do not put things on hold and I just love this person's mentality of that just because it's going to be difficult doesn't mean she's quitting, doesn't mean she's going oh I'll wait until after April to get started no, she's still going to make progress in April, you best believe she is, she's going to instill habits with steps, she's going to instill habits with training she's going to still focus on her water and her protein and she's going to make healthy choices even though she's eating out and socialising I fucking love that, like it, it's made me happy, this is meant to be struggles and they're not even a struggle um manage things in the best way possible so when you are eating out if you've got like multiple social events in one week what I would typically say is if you are on a diet if I was trying to lose weight if I had say three meals in a week I would choose one where I'm going to be like that's me one that's going to be a bit more indulgent and I'm going to do some calorie borrowing for that but for the other two I might order the salads I might have to have this this steak and potatoes. I'm going to be more reserved with my choices. I'm going to make sure that I stay within my calories on those days, even though I'm going to eat out. Same goes like for alcohol. If I've got three social occasions in one weekend, then I'll just drink alcohol on one of them. Whereas like, or just be reserved with it. If it's going to be a big night out, that's the one day that you're drinking. If it's going to be like a glass of wine on one day, two glasses of wine on another day, then I'll do that. Just make sure that it's not like three big massive nights out and, you know, just going for it. Like Easter weekends coming up, and I know it is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, and technically Monday. But you don't need to be a dickhead all four days. Sorry to call you as a dickhead. I don't really mean that. I love you all. But you don't need to go mad all four days. If you have 3,000 calorie days all four days, then, yeah, that's going to be a little bit far. But if you have one day where you're going to go for it, maybe you've got a big night out with the girls. Maybe you've got, like, some family party or whatever, Easter egg hunt. Go for it a little bit more on one of the days, but just bringing it in a little bit on the others. Let me have a sip of this, my mouth is dry. Oh my god, hey, it's just stunning, it makes me so happy. Um, okay, so this one was really interesting, and I wanted to bring it up. Battling midnight munch- munching, she said she wakes up and feels hungry in the middle of the night, um, and it's bothering her. She said she has been eaten in the middle of the night, so. I looked at this person's nutrition because I was like, "This is concerning for me because typically, when you're on a diet, you should not be waking up uh, hungry in the middle of the night." Okay, and so my when I looked through this person's food, I noticed that they were under eating their calories by a significant amount. Okay, so they were on average between two and three hundred calories under their target every day of the week, Monday to Friday. If you are waking up hungry, that is a sign that you are not fueling yourself properly, okay? So for this person in particular, I've actually increased your calories slightly. And I've also, um. my advice would be, eat all of your calories. Manage that energy. Your body is telling you it's hungry. You're going to bed and waking up hungry. So you need to make sure that you are eating more. Make sure that you are eating lots of fruit and lots of veg to bulk up your meals at the moment, you might be eating your calories, but you might not be eating a, a lot of food volume. So your all of your calories for the day could fit on two plates. Whereas if you add loads of fruit and veg those things, that might need four plates. You know what I mean? We, not, we need to increase the volume in a low calorie way. So for this person, you are under eating. If you're waking up hungry, you are under eating your body's telling you that. So I've increased your calories and I want you to eat your full calories. Um, this is important that we listen to your body in this way um make sure that you are eating not like eating your tea too early so if you're someone who eats your tea at 4 p.m 5 p.m and then you've stopped eating and you're waking up at like midnight one o'clock and you're hungry try and have your tea a little bit later seven o'clock something like that to see if that helps um and just make sure that you're not going too low calories make sure you're tracking accurately too so don't overestimate your portions so a lot of people will be like um they'll be like Uh, I add pasta you might have only had 50 grams but you've logged 100 grams so you know just make sure that you're not overestimating your portions because then you will be massively under eating and just make sure that you're bulking up your meals with lots of fruit and veg and keep your protein high when I looked your protein was high and but you might be overestimating your portions for example you might be putting in my fitness pal that you had 200 grams of chicken when really you only had 100 grams if you're guesstimating and you're guesstimating over then um it's it's not going to be good. You're going to be starving, okay? So listen to your body. Let's focus a little bit more on being more accurate and eating a little bit more. Okay, final final struggle before we move on to questions. Time management. I left the the dumbbell workout until yesterday, which was Sunday. um, And I would have liked the rest day because it's the day of rest and all. I think I struggled with it as it didn't factor in my workouts on set days. Now, I don't know if you all know this, but you've got a calendar in the app And at the start of the week, you can add the workouts to that calendar on whatever day you want to do them. And you can let that calendar hold you accountable to do that workout. Use that tool. It is there. That's what I do with my online coaching girls. So my one-to-one girls, I will say to them, what days can you definitely train this week? I will get them to give me their days that they can train. And I put it in their calendar. I'm like, better do them them days. That's what you've said to me. Um, So do that with yourself. What I personally do is, my workouts go in my Google Calendar. Um, I don't know if anyone has... I've shared my Google Calendar a couple of times on stories and stuff, and if you want to see it, then let me know. I can give you my Google Calendar strategy. I would love to share it. But basically, everything is color-coded, and I have a color for personal time. And in the personal time, my walks, my food shop, uh, my massage, um, my um workouts all go in there okay and every week they are in there in that color at the times that I'm going to do them and this is something that massively helps because I live my life like I said earlier by my my google calendar if it's not in there I'm not doing it if it's not in there I will make an excuse to not do it where if it's in there I'm like you know what the past me the, the me who had a logical brain and wasn't swept up in the stress of the week wanted me to do the workout now at six o'clock on Tuesday morning for a reason because she knew I didn't have time to catch up on it later in the week. So I'm going to follow the logical Haley's advice and I'm going to do it now. Like I always just let that be the thing that dictates my day because on a Sunday when I'm calm and I'm looking at things from a logical point of view and I'm not wrapped up in the stress of the week, I can plan it well and I'm planning it because that's got with my best interest at heart. Through the week, I'm like making excuses. I'm in the mess of everything and um, it's not beneficial. I will miss out on the workouts. So plan your week in your calendar like you do your appointments for your hair, your nails, your skincare, um, like you do with your appointments to pick up your nan, to take your mom somewhere, to do a favour for your kid, to take your kids to dancing to football and like your meetings and work. Get them planned in. Your workouts are important. They're you time. And if you give yourself you time, you'll show up better in every area of your life. So get them done, okay? If you want help with Google Calendar or you want me to share my Google Calendar strategy, then I will. might even be something I can do a podcast on. Let me know if that's something that you just want. Let me have another sip before this goes freezing cold. Okay, so questions i'll fly through these girls because they're not too i won't need to um go through them too much but first one um nikki asked if i know what her maintenance calories will be off the top of my head i don't but i will work them out for you so send me anybody else listening to this as well if you want to know your maintenance calories send me a message and i will send them over to you okay um next question is this week i wasn't hungry i was under my calories and under my protein so i ate a yogurt at night time to hit both targets um should i do this if my goal is to get stronger and maintain weight yeah i would um obviously we don't want to be force feeding ourselves but if your protein's really low if you're at maintenance and the goal is to get stronger and to build muscle um which is typically the goal at for most of you at maintenance you're wanting to improve your strength you're wanting to improve your mu- like build muscle if you're off, if you're not hitting your protein target you're going to reduce the likelihood that, that those things are going to happen so get as close to your calorie target as possible but um don't worry if you don't eat all of your calories but try and get that protein up because we want to we want to be we want to be getting some muscle mass in yeah um so try and get as close to your targets as possible so if your goal is muscle growth if your goal is strength more fuel is better. More food is better. We don't want to stay really wet, like under on our cows. We don't want to have low protein. We want to get as close to them as possible. You might even want to go over the calories a little bit if muscle growth, like growing a bum, is the goal. Um, so some weeks you're not going to be hungry. It, then, Like some weeks your appetite isn't going to be as high as other weeks. Um, But if muscle growth is the mission, try and get it up there get close to the targets don't force feed yourself till you feel sick like that's just silly um and make sure it's with good stuff okay so don't just be like oh i can have a chocolate bar because i've got 400 calories left no love have the protein yogurt with the berries and the granola or whatever like it's eat, eat nutritious stuff don't fill your calories up with shite have good stuff okay um this is a really good question can I change between the workouts? Like, so can I do a combination of the gym and the dumbbell or the cardio or do I have to stick to the same type? So the main workouts for the program is workouts one, two, and three. The gym and the dumbbell can be done to get like alongside each other. They've been written, you know, like so that you can do that. So if you're someone who can only go to the gym twice a week, then you can do workout one and two in the gym and workout three at home. You know, if you can only go to the gym once a week, do workout one in the gym every week and then do workout two and three at home every week. But just try and stick to the structure. So if you're always doing workout one in the gym, always do workout one in the gym. Rather than doing workout one in the gym one week, then workout one at home the other week. Like try and stick to the, to the like if you're doing two at home and one in the gym, make it the same one in the gym each week and the same ones at home each week if you can, okay? The cardio are additional. So they're not, they're not the main program. The main program is workouts one, two, and three. Cardio is are bonus workouts alongside the glutes. So you don't just do the cardio. Uh, please don't, like, that's not going to build your muscle. That's not going to get you turned. If you're unsure on that, go and listen to the podcast, How to Get Tones. and I, I explain it. We are prioritizing the strength training, the workout one, two, and three. Cardio is optional. If you want to do it, do it. If you don't want to do it, don't. Okay. Um. same with the glutes. If you want to do it, do it. If you don't, then if you don't want to, then don't. Glutes is for people who want to focus on glute growth. Um. So this one's good. I found my weight has now plateaued and I seem to be maintaining. I'm hitting my steps and doing minimum three workouts a week. I am eating too. Am I eating too much or too little? Do I just carry on as I am happy? If you are happy where you are, carry on as you are. When I looked at your account to this per- this person's account, I looked at this person's app, Um, there's no, you're not tracking calories. So there's nothing there. We can't see what your calorie intake is because it's not, I can't, it can't see it. It's can't. and it's not there. If your goal is to lose weight, you have to be eating in a calorie deficit. Right now, you're staying the same weight, which means you are not eating in a calorie deficit. You are probably just eating to maintain. And if you're happy with that, Stay doing that. If you're feeling good, if you're feeling confident, if you're feeling good in in like your clothes and how you're feeling, carry on with it. If you start to gain weight and it's something that you're not happy with, then let's return to tracking calories so that you can adjust to the portion sizes what you need to eat. But if you want to lose weight and you are not losing weight, you are not eating in a calorie deficit currently. You might think you are, but you're not. If your weight isn't going down over like three, four weeks, you're not. That's not to say like if you're not, if your weight isn't going down in one week or two weeks that you're not in a deficit because the scales can take a little time to, um, adjust. But if it's been like four weeks and you haven't lost any weight, you're not in a calorie deficit. And if you want to be in a calorie deficit, if you want to lose weight, then you're going to need to bring the, you need to like, you know, stick to your calories and get into a deficit. Um, so if you do want a calorie deficit, then reach out and I'll send you it. Okay. Cause you, at the moment, you don't. You've got your maintenance calls. Okay, what should I do about muscle soreness? My glutes are absolutely killing me, but I want to power through and be able to do a workout when I finish work. Lots of protein, walks and stretching, lots of water as well. But the main thing is more movement, okay? So DOMS, um, so it's normal to feel sore. You probably all experienced a little bit more soreness last week because it was a new program. And whenever it's a new program, we do have a bit of extra soreness because it's it it just change up your body is ad- like your body adapted to the last program over the four weeks slightly so the soreness was less and when we change it up you're going to get a bit more soreness and um, but eat lots of protein go for walks keep moving try and avoid sitting still for too long because that obviously increases the soreness and um, increases the stiffness but more movement so train again it's not going to harm you it's not going to hurt you if you train again like you're not gonna, it's not gonna break your muscles. It might actually help. You might wake up tomorrow feeling a little bit fresher and a little bit looser. Maybe just don't kill yourself off in the workout. Maybe just lift manageable weights and just go to move rather than go to like hit PBs. Okay, final question before we go. Um, do you have any advice on food to get my energy and nutrition back up? I have lived off soup and ice cream the last seven days. I think this person was either sick. Or had a tooth problem. I think it was a tooth problem. Um, So sorry that you went through that horrific anything dental. I mean, I'm not scared of dentists, but when you have toothache or anything like that, uh, ooh, not on worse. Um, so my advice is sleep. um, Loads of water. Eat your five fruit and veg a day. Return to fueling your body properly. You've been living off, I imagine, fairly low calories and are feeling the brunt of that with low energy levels. So just... There's no quick fix for this. I'm not just going to go, right, yeah, you i know, have this magic pill and you'll feel better within a day. Focus on sleep, focus on water, get your five fruit and veg in a day, the, the basics, basically, yeah, and return to fueling your body. So eat the full calories that you've been given, make sure you're getting plenty of carbs and keep your protein high, okay? After a week of doing those things, you'll you'll feel yourself again, a week or two, depending on how long you've been undernourished for um so yeah that's the basic advice there's no like magic thing that I'm going to tell you it's literally the basics okay um so I loved that I mean I love these every week I just I just I can't even believe that this is my job. It's actually insanity for me. Um, Love the check-ins. Keep them coming. If you're someone who didn't check in this week, why not? Ask yourself why not? Is it because the week didn't go perfectly? Remember, you can't just check in on the weeks that things went well. You're supposed to check in when things are shit, like when shit is hitting the fan, when things are not going well. You need to check in and you need to let me know what happens and think about why it potentially happens. And then I will be able to help you with those struggles. Reach out to me on the group chat, or reach out to me personally, and I can also help you as well. But hiding away and burying your head is not helpful. You you shouldn't just be checking in when things are going well. You should be checking in when things are not going well, that is when you need it most because you need to reflect on what happens and we need to make a plan moving forward. Girls, as always, it was a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found some useful information within today. If you need anything from me, make sure you let me know. Enjoy your workouts this week and I will see you all soon. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or took anything away from it, please make sure that you share it with a friend. It really does help. And if there's anything that you would like me to talk about or discuss in further detail on the podcast, then make sure you let me know. Also, if you want to know more about working with me, you can send me a DM on Instagram. You will find me at PT. Thank you again for listening and I will speak to you all again soon. Bye.